Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Lori Williams. Lori is an author, poet, spiritual teacher, and intuitive. She loves helping others along their awakening journey by utilizing her insights and creative endeavors through her brand, Planet Castleberry. And I talked to Lori in episode 237, where we got into a great discussion about her journey and her book, Castleberry Cove, Poems for the Journey, her channeling of a Pleiadian guide. And that was a really wild experience where I was unintentionally picking up on him too. So if you haven't heard that one, be sure you check out episode 237 because that's a really fun and insightful episode. You're going to really enjoy this episode. Lori has such a great energy and fantastic insights. She has a lot to share about her astral experiences, and we have fun diving into quantum topics and exploring an astral experience we had together recently that probably left us with more questions than answers, but blew our minds nonetheless. Be sure you check out Lori's book, Castleberry Cove, and there's a fun treat waiting for you at the end of this episode, so don't miss that. And before we kick things off, I invite you to support my partners. You can find them through the link in the show notes or on the Sponsors tab at TheMeditationConversation.com. Check out Camuso, which helps you shift out of fight or flight by slowing your exhale. This is a beautiful, simple, yet effective product that you wear that induces a proven breath technique that calms you down. Listen to episode 240, where Camuso's founder, Todd Steinberg, gives you a gazillion hacks for how to overcome stress and induce calmness throughout your body. Use promo code KaraGoodwin15 to get 15% off your Camuso purchase. So, Lori, we had a pretty cool synchronicity that we'll get into a bit here, but, <laughs> but welcome, first of all. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. It's always so, so great fun. to have you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our synchronicity led to us talking about all the things that are going on with you that you've been pick picking up on lately in terms of timelines and dimensions and different downloads you've gotten and other quantum <laughs> things that are happening. So um, I'm really happy to be here with you and connect with you. And I thought we'd just start with if you have any updates that you want to give about what's been going on with you. Yeah, gosh, it's, it's only been, what, a couple of months since we talked and so much is evolving. It's or nice. a couple of decades. I don't know. It feels like in some ways it's, wow, you were just on. And in others, it's, oh, my gosh, it's been like a lifetime. I know. Well, it's because we're connecting up in the astral and we are clearly doing a lot of timeline jumping and dimension straddling. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, gosh, let's see. Really, it's been through different downloads and meditation and stuff. I am very intrigued by quantum science and dimensions and all that, even though I'm not like really into science per se, since I'm more of a writer and creative, but um, I feel that too. Like I can't get enough about like quantum and frequency and learning all about all of that. But science was never my jam in <laughs> studying. Right. Same. Which is so funny because I guess it's the whole part of maybe it's what we're experiencing. So because we're experiencing it and it becomes real for us, we're just wanting to connect the dots of yeah. how does this play out logically and through the scientific part of it? Because, yeah, it's like applied science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, 
explain this for me from a technical standpoint rather than just my having to explain it from a woo-woo standpoint. Yeah. <clears throat> so I always find that interesting because I find people like Bruce Lipton and Greg Braden and Billy Carson, all of them, when they're explaining quantum and dimensions, it makes a lot of sense to me because when you're having, which is what I, I was calling it memories, is <laughs> how it comes in here in the 3D because obviously we're like, it's not happening in the now moment, but it is because it's happening in these other dimensions that are existing simultaneously concurrently. So that's like a, been a big thing for me is figuring out how to use that different verbiage so it makes more sense because we talk about a past life, but it's really a concurrent parallel. And that's when you're having these visions or flashbacks or memories or bleed throughs, you are just seeing into a concurrent parallel life. And I think as we're raising our consciousness, that's what's happening. And that's what I wanted to piece together. <laughs> it's like, why am I seeing this? And then this person validates it. And without me even telling them anything, they're able to explain what this is. You can't make that stuff up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's so true. And I was just listening. It's so funny because I was, I, I was in Sedona not too long ago and in just a crystal, like a regular kind of crystal shop that's got books. And this book, Convoluted Universe by Dolores Cannon. Yeah kind of jumped out at me. It didn't really move, but I it really grabbed my attention. And I was like, oh, and I've listened to another one of her books, but that one just, there was something about it, but I didn't get it. And then <laughs> I went to another bookshop a day or two later and the same, like the same, it's like the cover jumped out at me and I didn't even recognize what it was. And I'm like, it's that same book and <laughs> it's not new. It's been around for a while. Yeah. So I made a note. I even wrote it down. I'm like, I need to get this convoluted universe. And I didn't. <laughs> and then something else happened with it. And I there's something I can't remember. But then there was another. I just sent out an email and it had this like my son was part of the story. And somebody sent me a response, which was, hey, I just feel like I, I'm reading this book, Convoluted Universe. By oh, God. <laughs> And she talks about children and how they, and it wasn't really even that related to the email that I had sent. And I'm like, and it's not somebody that I hear from that often. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? All right, I'm going to get this book right now. And it's just like things like that keep coming up. But anyway, all of that to say that I was listening to book two yesterday in the car and she, Dolores Cannon is a quantum hypnosis. I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If there's anybody who's listening. Yeah. She does a quantum hypnosis technique. And so she, her books are really like things that have been channeled by other people during hypnosis. And this person was who was being written about in their session was talking about time. And okay. they were talking about how like time is it's an earthly construct. And which is not like new info for us, but just it's funny to talk about yeah. it now because it was like they were talking about Atlantis time or I think <laughs> I don't think they specifically called it Atlantis, but like a time of a great catastrophe. And yeah. they had been taken off planet on a ship and they were watching the destruction and basically like everything that would happen for the earth to regenerate, which would yeah, take the rebuild tens of years. Yeah. But because they were outside of time, they were off planet, they were outside of time and they were trying to explain how 
that could be? Like, how could you be watching all? You're not aging, but you're watching this whole cycle of destruction and rebirth and regeneration and then where it can be inhabited again, which again takes thousands of years. And they were just doing their best. (laughs) But time is like an earth thing. So if you're moving outside of earth, then you're, you just use your focus. Yeah. Do with your focus. And I was like, and so now hearing you talk about this, I'm like, of course you're talking about this. Cause I was just listening about this. Yeah. (laughs) We just blend together seamlessly. It's, Right. It's so funny the synchronicities you and I have on this stuff because I, I that is when you were talking the whole time we're talking, I just keep seeing that scene from Interstellar. And I talked about this on one of my videos I put on my channel. Because if you've seen that movie there at the end, I think it's the best description of this, though of the wormhole and the dimensions and all that kind of stuff where he has gone through it's when they're at the bookcase. And I always say spoiler alert if you haven't seen Interstellar. Yeah. Sorry. It doesn't run it entirely, but but it helps explain those dimensions because he falls through that bookcase area and he's able to connect with his daughter in a moment that he had already seen in the past. But as we are seeing him, he should technically be way in the future because of what he's gone through in that wormhole and everything. But they're syncing up in that now moment. And so there is no space and time in that because he's mm-hmm. seeing her when it was occurring, but yet he's way in a different dimension and a different space time, creating that moment that they're both seeing in the reality. <laughs> it gets yeah. kind of deep. But that makes you know. me want to watch that movie again because I watched it, but I was not, I think I, I don't know when it came out, yeah. but I had no, I remember it was hard to follow it because yes. I was like, that was, I was not into like quantum physics or whatever. And it was <laughs> like, okay, I get it. But, and now <laughs> I think I would appreciate it in a different way. Oh, I need to do it too, because it really resonated with me when I watched it. I was like, I'm getting it. I'm getting it, but I'm not getting the full implications of it. And Whenever I thought about it, and then when I got this download of what they were showing me, and I was seeing this like on a tapestry is how it was presented of time is not linear. We are, there's different dimensions operating all at the same time, simultaneous. And so it's that to me, I was like, okay. And so that's why being in these higher realms, they are not seeing everything as we are with the past, present, future, step one to step 10 or whatever. They're looking at this as this is the, seeing us getting ready for the podcast. They're seeing us talking right now, and then they're going to see us doing going about our day. They're seeing that all at once. So they're just looking at it, and they're seeing this all at one space-time now moment, whereas that's not how we operate on 3D Earth. We have to have some sort of <laughs> something to keep Bridget. everything going. Bridge it, yeah. yeah. And, but where we're headed will be what they are seeing. That's why time is getting so blurry. That's why it's like, well, what is today? It's today, Wednesday. It feels like Friday. I Yeah. (laughs) I know. This week has felt super slow like that too. It's fascinating. And I have seen in my own multidimensional traveling different ways that time has been represented that are very real. It's almost like I can touch it, but very different representations. Like I've seen it as a spiral that I'm looking down on and it's got different levels and you can experience anything within those levels. And there's that focus point. Like it's just, it's not that we're moving through this spiral or whatever. It's that 
wherever we're focused on is what we're experiencing. So that's yes. kind of how I saw it. And that was like, oh, this is how time works. And then months later, different experience where I was seeing uh, like a projection, almost like a screen. And then yeah. it was to do with the light. And that was dictating what was happening within timelines. And then I saw at a different time where I was seeing all the, like I could see space, like literally seeing like stars and everything. But then I saw this overlay of gears that were moving. Oh, and cool. I understood that was time. It was like the space plane and the time plane, like two different axes, axes. Yes. I, don't know how to, <laughs> I think it's axes, right? Sure. But they were intersecting. And then depending on the angle of intersection, was what timeline. So you can have any timeline based on how they're intersecting. And that's based on how you're projecting through your experience. Anyway, all of those seemed very, very real. And it was like, oh my goodness, this is how time works. This is how timelines work. And they're so different from each other. Yeah. And they're all like, yeah, I think it's, I, it's just, we're in this vast universe. And we also have our unique expressions of how our consciousness engages with things or yeah. sees things or represents things. Yeah. And so that's been fun for me to be like, what do I know? Time's everything. <laughs> you know, it's, it's years, it's a spiral, it's like different elevations. You know, it's like, it's all of it. It's all of it. That's the thing. And that's what gets really cool because there are different timelines operating at any one moment. And so when you feel like you've jumped a timeline, you have had that happen in my own life, it's just weird. You'll have something, you think something's going on or whatever. And then in the next moment, you're like, nope, not going down that path or that that has completely evaporated. That's no longer there. And it's, I'm on a new timeline. I'm focused on this now. And so you do have that fluidity and because you're the creator of your own reality. So there are these different pathways laid out. Now, I do think, and this, this is up from discussion. This, I never broad brush anything and say, well, I've got the answer, but I do think there are certain things that you come in for, like with your contract that you have created for yourself. And so we'll, this, we'll keep it simple in this lifetime. Yeah. Uh, so I do think that there are things that you wanted to accomplish and that you've specifically come in for. But how that plays out, I think there is the fluidity there. But I think that they will end up happening and you'll intersect to them at a certain point because they were the biggies of what you wanted to I don't want to say achieve, but that you would really like to have completed in this lifetime or whatever. And I know for a lot of us, starseed lightworkers, it, it's about the ascension process. And a lot of us feel that. And it's it resonates. It makes perfect sense. And as you see all these changes going on, you can't help but not deny that's what's up. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That makes a lot of sense of just there are different versions mm -hmm. of of our life at any kind of crossroads that we come to. Yeah. That's really hard for me to wrap my human mind around is like yeah. all the potentialities of of every choice that you could have has played out. And then the choices from that that I'm like, I can only go so far with that with my, yeah. my getting my and mind around. I don't think we're supposed to go that far with it either. You know what I mean? I always mm -hmm. see it as I because you're create, creating out the quantum. So it's you whatever you're wanting and you're desiring. It's already there. So we're just, when you're, when something comes together, so this podcast, for example, we clearly wanted to get back together and talk about these things. So it was already out there in the quantum. 
So then all those synchronicities started happening to where we synced up and it was like, yep, let's do it here and let's talk about this and we're letting it free flow. But it's <laughs> still then in the quantum of what was going to transpire. So now we're just syncing up and catching it up. And but there's fluidity there. But the overall theme of what we wanted to talk about today was already created by us for us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get into that a little bit in terms of the synchronicity. I feel like synchronicity isn't even like no. a strong enough word for it. But do you want to start? With well, I haven't even been able to really hear about it too much from your side. We've <laughs> just gone back and forth a bit. But that was so wild. And this isn't the what's funny is this isn't the first time that it has happened with me and you. And I think I touched on it like last year. But Kara and I... <laughs> For the listeners, <laughs> so we sync up in the quantum often, it appears. And I would like to ask maybe like a channel or a medium or something like what is our, because clearly yeah. we've done, we're doing lifetimes together. Right. But I had a dream the same night Kara did. And yeah, that was what I had seen in the dream. I was jumping a lot of timelines and dimensions and going into portals and there was flashes and I would see like the this team of people that I was doing these things with. So on missions and expeditions and recon missions or whatever, there's a lot of that. that <laughs> and so in this dream, yeah, I, and it was layered like Inception. I could feel the layers in the dreams, which I do that. And I saw you in it and we did. We were going into the flash portal. And so then that next morning, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, it's cool. Kara, it's interesting. And then you messaged me and was, I'll let you carry on what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I was on vacation in Breckenridge. We were skiing on the mountain there. And I only mentioned that because that mountain areas can have kind of a an interesting energy to them. And we actually did see a flashing green light in the sky. Oh, no. Well, I'll to try to see if I can send you that video. But we, I don't know. My son was like, Mama, it's not an alien ship. It's Mama thinks it's an alien ship. And I'm like, OK, first of all, they're called the UFOs. And I'm not saying it's a UFO. I just don't know what that is. It was just this like flashing green light. Was he like uh, telepathically think, knowing that's what you were thinking or had you told him? Well, I pointed it out to everybody and I'm like, what is that? Guys, look at this light because you could see the planes like going by because you're so much closer to the sky. Yeah. The planes move really quickly when you're not at sea level. It's wow, it's suddenly they're all the way over there. Well, this thing was not moving. It was mm -hmm. just there. And you could see things moving like in relation to it. Like, okay, well, that plane moved a lot. It's on the other side of the sky now. If that was a plane, it wouldn't just be sitting there. It's not a helicopter. Right. And how did it get from here to there so fast? And they don't take that directional yeah. pattern. You can see what they do, you know? Right. Well, this one was not moving at all. It was just oh, flashing God. in the sky. So anyway, it just things like that. There's just energy and kind of... So anyway, I had a kind of a lucid dream. So I was I was lucid in mine too. Yeah, I was fully yeah. aware. Yeah. Yeah, so like I it was more the middle of the night cuz a lot of times when these sorts of things happen I haven't yet fallen asleep. Like when I talk about seeing time and stuff like that I haven't yet oh. fallen asleep. Okay. This I believe I had fallen asleep and then I woke back up, but as I woke up I my consciousness was moving through a portal, basically, but like through a tunnel, like very fast, fast movement. And I could feel that 
that I was moving through it. Okay. And I had this awareness again, like that I was alert. It wasn't, I wasn't asleep. And yet it was that sort of twilight, I guess. You know what I mean? Yes. And then I was, when I was done moving, I was in space and there was like this, there was this like vapor. I And it wasn't like I was in the vapor. I didn't have an awareness of my form. Yes. It's just that I was there and there was this vapor and it was like a green and pink vapor. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like it felt so profound. And so I don't have the words for it because that's like all the detail that I have. But I can't explain like how it felt. Like mm-hmm. it, I get it. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Such a blessing. And I knew that I was because it was probably I didn't have a clock, but I think it was around one or two in the morning. Okay. And so I knew that I would fall. I would probably fall asleep. And I was like, I don't want to forget this. And the word that I had to hold on to was supernova. Okay. And so it was like, just remember supernova and then you'll remember. And so a few times like throughout the night, like I did fall asleep and then I would come into a light sleep and I'd be like, there's something I need to remember. Oh, yeah. Supernova. Supernova. And then I could go back to sleep and then it would happen again. I'd be like, what's different? What's different? And it's, oh, yeah, supernova. And so... (laughs) I did. I was able to remember supernova, but I and I know that word, but I don't really know what it is. So I Googled it when I woke up and I looked at Google images and I was like, well, there it is. That's and I could see what I had seen, which was this vaporous like green and pink. There were a lot of different images, but I did see pretty quickly find what I had experienced. And but during this experience, I also I didn't see you, but I you were there. I was like, oh, Lori's here. (laughs) Lori's always in the quantum. (laughs) Join. And so I didn't have the sense that any beings were there, or I didn't see anyone. All I really I could see lights when I went through that portal, and I could see the vapory, and I could see space. But it was just this presence. I was like, oh, Lori's here too. Lori went through it too. And and that was it. I didn't see you. I don't know what we were. I don't know what we were, quote unquote, doing. Yeah. We were doing timelines, apparently. <laughs> right. So I sent you a message that morning and I was like, hey, just so you know, I had this, you know, kind of lucid dream type thing. And I explained it and you're like, oh, my God, I had a similar experience. So it was and I'm like, that's really specific for it to be at yes. the same the same night. And then moving through portals and all these things, I'm like, that is wild. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's real. You know what I mean? That's the whole yeah. thing. Like, how can you make that up? And because we know when we go to sleep and we dream that we're in the astral state. So mm-hmm. our body needs the sleep and the rest. It needs the rest to repair. Our minds don't. They're ready to go off into higher conscious. So you're just tapping into that higher conscious and then we're doing stuff or clearly having experiences. And I, like I said, I think it was last year. I almost have to look back on our chat feed because I remember saying something about that. Oh, I saw you in the astral last night or whatever. I don't remember what you were doing on that one, but it's so crystal clear. It was like that. There's Kara and you just feel them. You know them. You feel their energy. And I know what you're saying, though, about that kind of that bliss warmth you're not really aware of like form it's more of just consciousness i've been having that a lot lately um where i don't know if you call that astral travel it's been during meditation where 
I can feel myself like split consciousness, but aware of where I am in both places. Mm-hmm. Very fascinating. That has been coming in quite a bit where I'm laying there and I'm like in the kitchen or I'm in, but I can, but it feels like such a state of bliss. And I was just like, I don't care about anything or anyone, but I do. You know what I mean? It was like, it wasn't the tangible 3D aspect of caring about like the house, the car, the people that, you know, in, in this 3D aspect, it was more about the love that I felt for all these people in all, on a consciousness level. So it was all yeah. love in a higher form where it's just blissed out, where you're just feeling that collective beauty. Of, it just is. It just is. Yes. And you don't yeah. need anything in that moment. It's so beautiful because you're like, I have everything I need right now. I have everything I could ever want. And it's all non-physical, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a really cool feeling. Yes. So. And I'm very curious that you said that state that you more and more are experiencing of bilocation, sort of, because I'm, I also, that's gotten so much stronger for me in the last few months where it used to, when I would have these experiences of multidimensionality and I would start to be consciously aware of other places that my consciousness is, mm-hmm. I, it was like I could move through all of these different levels of density and colors and geometries and so forth. And if I could keep moving through it, I could get to this space where it's just open space and I could see like stars moving by. But it would be like it would take every bit of focus that I had to be able to get to the space part. Yeah. And more. And I always had to travel through a bunch of okay. density to get to it. And and now I can like I can't do it like I couldn't just say, OK, do it right now. Yeah, but same. like if I'm in the right and I can do it more in meditation, which it used to be only if I was going to sleep that I could get there. I, it was hard for me to do it in meditation. Yeah. But now it's like I can almost it's almost like I'm going through this inner training of knowing where I need to focus because it's a there's a place in my brain. There's like a focal point and it also has to do with how my eyes are focusing, even though my yes. eyes are closed. But it's like I'm learning how to get into it. Almost there's a groove. If you were roller skating and you went into this groove and then you were in the groove and, it, and then you, it's, you're like secure in that groove. Yep. It's like that where it's like I'm learning like, oh, there it is. This is how I focus. This is where my awareness needs to be. And now I can see space. Yep. And it's getting easier and easier. And I don't necessarily have to move through the same yeah. densities, I can pop there. Well, you're, it sounds like you're tuning into the frequency. So you're right. locking it in. And I, it's so funny that you, how you, the way you describe stuff, it's just the same with me. I will see or feel like, because I'm a clairsentient and a clairvoyant. I, I can use them all, but those are my predominant. <laughs> and what I visualize is almost like a dial where I can feel like on a, maybe like an old car radio where you would turn the dial and you could feel it notch in oh yes 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 yeah or like on yeah. a cb or whatever i'm really dating right. myself here yeah <laughs> but i where you could feel a notch so as a clairsentient i am feeling that notch and then i can go. i love that yes <laughs> and but as you're describing i'm just like catching your visual funny you use the word roller skating because roller skating will play into that project we were talking about oh no kidding because i don't know where 
I don't know where roller skating came from. I'm like, when was the last time I was on roller skates? But came from you're going to have a pair of roller skates back here. <laughs> oh, um, so that's really funny. My my 80s roller skate. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I know because on Instagram, Never you're Lorianne 80s fan. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I collect 80s. vintage toys. You can see some of them. Uh, uh, I guess in here. Uh, but yeah, the 80s. So. Yeah, you're probably picking up on some 80s visuals that must there. Be. That's hilarious. I'm waiting for you to fill. The I did when you were, but you were talking about your dream, I think. And I oh. felt it all through that my upper back and like in my neck. I was like, whoa, okay, got it. That is so <laughs> funny because that came in this morning while I was getting ready. And I was like, let's see if you, um, talk to Kara again. And I was like, we'll see if it comes up. Yes. Oh, here on. it goes again. Here. Yep. It's here again. But oh I didn't want to interrupt to me you. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh man. Yeah. I didn't want to stop you. So I was like, <laughs> feel free. Like anytime there's a, a sign or a synchronicity, I'm always here for it. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I can feel that. And I think that's what's happening is we're well. And for me, binaural beats and frequency music that will get me there really fast mm -hmm. because I will let that feel through all out my body that vibration and then it's like once my body it almost feels super tingly to where I can't feel that lower half of my body and that seems to allow me to catapult and transport the consciousness at that point so mm -hmm. okay thank that... you for that tip because I have not combined the binaural beats with yep. that so I'm going to Play with that. Yeah. Play with that and see what you get. Because and the noise canceling headphones, and then I always and will eye mask. do eye mask. And because Michael really encouraged mm -hmm. that, and so I, it works. I can yeah. get there fast. Oh, awesome! Okay, new playtime. I can't wait for that. So I want to hear. You've got an exciting new project yeah. that I can't wait to talk about. So what is going on your creative front right now? Oh, gosh, it's so exciting. There's always stuff going on with your creative front. <laughs> I know. Well, and I think that's what keeps me from being bored in the 3D because right. I, I do have, I'm one of those, I get restless and bored with kind of the 3D world. So I, I want to say like I'm done with it, but I'm, we've just advanced in our consciousness. So I'm like, more and more, let's do more. But it'll be interesting to see how your net goes off during some of this. I have gotten, well, I've become a Reiki master since I've talked to you, so I went through all of that Reiki one, Reiki two, and level three. So I'm a master teacher now. So been doing Reiki on people and pets, and really loving that. And then started my YouTube channel. So I'm educating and teaching people stuff over there. The tagline is helping people journey from 3D to 5D with fun. So and what's the channel? Just Planet Castleberry. Okay. Yeah. So just go over there, and I've got some fun videos up. I think they're fun. They kind of <laughs> they address different topics, but bring it on a level. Hopefully that's for whatever starting out point you're on, it will resonate and connect. Um, but well, the biggest... That, that, sorry to interrupt you, but just <clears throat> no. the fun piece of it, yeah. I appreciate so much too, because I think that there can be this tendency when we're on a spiritual journey, and I've been through this, and I don't know if you've experienced Same. it, but whereas, oh, okay, if I'm going to be spiritual, I have to be serious. Yeah. And I have to be, because that's what sacred is. I need to change who I am Turn yep. off the silly kind of fun. And not to say that your stuff is silly by any stretch. No, no I know what you're saying. Yeah. But it's this lighthearted, let's have fun while we're doing this. Let's not take everything. Again, it's like taking it seriously, like heavy. Like, yes. Let, and it's like, 
I, I guess if that works for you in your life naturally and you just are a very serious person, then honor that. Like you don't have to become silly if you're, you know, if that's <laughs> uncomfortable. But I know that I have spent time on my spiritual path rejecting the humorous part of myself, the lighthearted part of myself that, you know, and oh, that's not that's not my serious, sacred, yeah. spiritual nature. And as I've kind of matured and gone through like my own continuous evolution, it's no, that's a, that's like a lightness. It's a higher, that's a, there's a high vibration to it. it there's yeah. a, a joy to it. And we don't want to turn that on. We want to nurture that. So yeah. I really appreciate that approach that, that you have taken with all of that. I mean, you have to, well, and that's just my, that everything I keep hearing is be authentic. And so. Yeah. I'm like, that's just who I am. Now, I do have this side to me. It's funny. And I'm a certified career coach, professional resume writer, and I can do technical writing and all this kind of stuff, back-end website development. I have that side to me where I'm analytical. I'm serious. I've overseen 60-person teams and, you know, that stuff. So I have that side to me. But I'm also very playful and very creative. And I know, yes, it can sometimes be like, oh, we've got to ohm and get into this, like, serious state. And it's, no, like, be playful. And that's what the Pleiadians, they're very playful. They're very creative. They're very artistic. And that's who I resonate with a lot. And so I'm like, I can't like deny some of these parts of me when I'm trying to teach people or share my wisdom and knowledge that I've learned from others and make it very serious. And because it's not going to come across as authentic. And we do have to have a little bit of fun with it. When you're talking quantum and dimensions and that you're tapping into a galactic lifetime and Yes. You know, that people are seeing my multidimensional guides. Literally, I have people that can see spirit guides and dead people and whatever. I, I know people, you know, I know you do too, that can see in the physical realm who's around you and stuff. So when I know those things and then it's being validated and they're like, yes, I see your Pleiadian guide standing there. You got to have a little bit of fun with it because yeah. people are like, what the hell is she talking about? This <laughs> Yeah. So we do um, have to die if we take that dial that you were talking about before and just turn it down a little bit on what other people think. That's necessary also if you're going to start to wade into waters like we are. Well, and you also have to not be like this. I am the voice of authority because right. we can share our experiences, what we know, what we've studied. But whatever resonates with someone, take it or leave it. That's what I always kind of say. Like, but I know I would have loved to have had a Lori when I was going through stuff to right. be like, I'm not crazy. I This is normal. And I have people email me all the time. Thank you for making me feel normal. Thank yeah. you for validating me. So okay. that and that means the world to me, you know. Yeah. But we'll so go back to the back project. to your project. Yes. <laughs> so that kind of plays into this a little bit. So from my book, um, Catherine Cove, which is there framed that my book is a poetry book. And so a recording artist has she wanted to collaborate. And so we picked up a, well, I told her, pick out one of them that you like or whatever. And I'd given her, I think like 10 that she, you know, I was like, these are some of my favorites. I said, but you go with what feels good for you. And so she chose Tethered Hearts, which is on page 16 of my book. And I was, it's so funny that she chose them because I love that one. And so they, it's being turned into a song. Well, it's been turned into a song. She, there's a producer that she knew that she thought would be perfect for it because she was like, I see this as like a techno, disco, upbeat kind of song. And <clears throat> I said, that's interesting that you say that because that's the, from our last conversation, that's you right. know, that's the music yeah. I was listening to, 
to compose it. Oh, isn't and that so, funny? That okay? Mm, yeah, I have chills all over. Yeah. Well, it'll get better yeah. because she. So one of the things I saw, yes, while writing this poem, but through the connection, like you were talking about that bridge connection. So when I bridged the connection with, um, you know, Devin and this Pleiadian and all this stuff, I was seeing like a, a the rainbow bridge. It looked like a rainbow road. So like from Mario Kart, mm-hmm. <laughs> where the yeah. rainbow. So I've it seen was, that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. It looked like that. And that's where that meeting was. But then it was like roller skating and roller skating on this bridge. Really? Oh my <laughs> gosh. You're kidding me. <laughs> so what this gets better. I had come out of a massage and I was reading her email when I got in my car, turn on my car, Dua Lipa's re- playing on my, my radio, my playlist. Then I read her email. It has a Dua Lipa vibe. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and then she was like, and I see it like as you like roller skating and there's rainbows. And what? she, she oh. nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> okay. I have chills again. Right? Wow. So she was explaining. All, so I had that going on. Then I had like four other signs and synchronicities with numbers and symbols and things that I have set up for my guides that all were popping off in that moment. Looking at my phone, it's at 44%. Looking at the clock. I forgot. I can't remember if it was like at 1144. It was something. There was another one yeah. of those. <clears throat> and it was just so wild. And I was like, oh, my God, Shaylee, this is incredible. Like, how did you know? And she was like, it just came to me. And she's like, I just had the visions and I was going with it. So she was like, I think we need to get a producer on this. I want to I want it to be mixed and I want it to be really tight and everything. And so that all synced up in a really amazing way. And yeah, the song is pretty much ready. It's in its final cut. We will, I don't know when this is going to air, but we will be probably launching it all in tandem or whatnot. But I can send you the file if you want to add it onto this. But Oh, that'd be wonderful. Um, it's such a cool song. And we both keep getting visions of where we're seeing this going. But yeah, it's about that whole Pleiadian galactic <laughs> lifetime relationship, all this kind of stuff. So wow. that's what the, where the poem came from. It was, it's about that lifetime and that connection and so now hearing that into a song it's just what this is so amazing so i'm guessing you probably don't know this yet and i would love to add the track to this episode but do you have an idea of where people might be able to because we'll we're probably about three or four weeks out from releasing this so you have an idea of how people can get it yeah so she will be posting it on her She's got she's got like an IMDb page and she's got her own recording outlets and stuff. I'm guessing it'll be Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. She'll put it up on her YouTube channel. I'll put it up on mine. But then this producer, he has a lot of connections in obviously the recording and music industry and whatnot, pushing it out on his connections and platforms. So we're super excited to see where it goes and how it's going to I could see this as a as a TikTok reel or an Instagram reel where people are because the music is really catchy. It's got a it's got a good, is it earworm or ear uh-huh. hook? <laughs> yes. On that chorus bookworm. and you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, bookworm, wormhole. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's, it, and you feel it because the words in the poem, obviously, because they're channeled automatic written words, there was a frequency in those. So they're infused with source codes. And then Shaylee's voice and who she is, she, oh, her voice is just like the voice of an angel. She infused it purposely with source codes and her light language and some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's coming through and you you feel it whenever you listen to it. You can feel it. So I can't wait to listen to it. I'll send it That's to you after so this. That's so exciting. 
I'm so happy for you. So we'll see. Yeah, I think there's there's potential for other poems to be going into songs. So I would just love that. I think it's such a great way to reach people with positive, encouraging, and uplifting higher consciousness. Right. Frequency and vibration in words. Yeah. Oh, wow. More chills. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is just amazing, Lori. I'm so excited for everything going on with you. I'm so happy that you're here today. Yeah. Uh, How can people connect with you? Yeah, go to planetcathelberry.com. That's pretty much where everything is. I've got my services and my shop over there. So I do one-on-one sessions. I do the career coaching and talking about manifesting, raising your vibration, how to start a small business, self-publishing, all these different topics that I do and I've done. People can book sessions with me over there and we can talk about those things. So yeah, that's really the easiest way. And I'm on Instagram, Planet Castleberry or Laurie Lori Ann. Fan. <laughs> There's two. Yeah. You can talk to just me or the brands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Whatever awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been a blast. I yes, really appreciate it. And thank you, Devin, for being here too. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. So funny. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Kara.